Good morning, good morning, good morning. What's going on, everybody? It's your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr., and I'm back on my podcast, Vitamin Sports, where you take vitamins every day, just like we talk about sports every day. You know, this conversation is about to get real, and it's about to get raw. Are you the guy? Brock Purdy. Is he the guy? No. I say he's a good player. He's a damn good quarterback, but is he the guy? No, because when the rubber meets the road, Brock Purdy did not show up. Brock Purdy looked a little shook, and it's hard when you make it to the Super Bowl and you've never been there before because everybody, you know, looks shook. It's not easy winning the Super Bowl. It's not easy to get there. It's just one of those final destinations where you finally get there and realize you're there is... It's just one of those miraculous things. It takes a champion to understand what it takes to be a champion. That's why, you know, when coaches get to the Super Bowl and they try to win it. But, you know, some lose and reflect on it and say, when we get here, we're going to win it. It takes a championship experience to win a championship. But Brian Purdy's not the guy. He's a good quarterback fit with the 49ers, dude. You know, everybody around him, you know, he's one of those quarterbacks with everybody around him makes him better, not the other way around. He's not the guy. You know, it's going to take an astronomical performance for him to beat and win a Super Bowl. Now, you saw when he was in the Super Bowl, the throws that he typically make, he wasn't making. People was giving him excuses like Dan Olaski talking about Chris Jones is in his face. We've seen plenty of times where quarterbacks are in distress and they make big-time throws. There were so many times Brandon IU was open. He had to make the throw to Debo Samuels in the end zone to get the touchdown instead of a field goal. You know, there were just moments where Brock Purdy needed to be extraordinary. Brock Purdy needed to be the guy that they said was better than Lamar Jackson. This season, I didn't see that guy. I didn't see that guy that was winning all these games. I saw the guy that struggled when he played against the Browns, when he played against Cincinnati, when he played against the Vikings. I saw that guy in the Super Bowl. People say, well, do you have questions about Brock Purdy? Absolutely. Everybody gets questions. When you don't perform at a level that people expect, We have questions. Like I told you, Brock Purdy is a system quarterback. And there's nothing wrong with that. But at the same time, let's not disrespect the guys and say he's better than Tua Tungvaluwa. That he's better than Dak Prescott. That he's better than these guys. Because he's not. He's not. He's talented. I think teams should have woke up. Instead of drafting Zach Wilson, they should have drafted Brock Purdy. And maybe some teams would be in a different ballpark. But, you know, that's just my opinion. There's another guy we got to talk about. Lamar Jackson. Is he that guy? We talk about Lamar Jackson, you know, two-time MVP, two-time All-Pro, three-time Pro Bowler. Is he really that guy? No, he's not. Because he only gets the job done... In the regular season. What about the postseason? The postseason is where you built your legacy. The postseason is where people 
really remember you for. Not the regular season. Not the regular season. He can't get the job done, and he's hurting the Ravens. He's hurting them. And people going to say, well, Jimmy, how is he hurting the Ravens? He can't read. He can't read defenses. If there's six defensive backs out there, I'm running the football down and throws until they put in the right personnel. Until they put in the right personnel. People say Lamar Jackson can't call audibles. Why the hell not? He can't call audibles. He just don't know how to. He's in year six and seven. And he doesn't know how to call audibles. Then that means he's not the guy. If he can't do the simple fundamentals of a quarterback to make the one, the two, and the three throws, then he's not the guy. He's the guy in the regular season. But eventually, Ravens fans are going to get tired of just winning regular season games. Regular season doesn't mean nothing if you don't go to the postseason. Each and every season, Lamar Jackson has won the MVP. He has failed. He has failed. He has failed. People don't understand that. Lamar Jackson has failed the Ravens organization. And he's holding my organization hostage because he can't get the job done. He was supposed to light up the stadium. But he didn't do that. Why? Why didn't he do that? Because he's not the guy. Then we look at other guys. Josh Allen. Is he the guy? No. He's not the guy. Because when you need Josh Allen to pull through, he makes excuses. He makes excuses. See, it's kind of fitting that when we talk about Josh Allen, we combine his touchdowns and, uh, you know, rushing touchdowns together. He said, oh, Josh Allen threw for 4,000 yards. And he had 60 touchdowns when really he had 23. And he probably had another 30 rushing touchdowns. These are just, you know, speculation. But I'm just saying, when we look at Josh Allen, I see Cam Newton. But Cam Newton was better. Cam Newton stepped up in moments that I haven't seen Josh Allen do. Josh Allen has weapons. Cam Newton made his weapons. Josh Allen had a good defense. So did Cam. But Cam dominated that division from top to bottom. And when they got the opportunity to go to the Super Bowl, like Cam said, he was gassed out. He carried that team. Carried in the run game and the passing game. All his team had to do on the offensive end is show up. Josh Allen's not that guy. He's a turnover machine. They rarely want to run the football, but they he will run he would rather run the football with himself, which is crazy. He keep doing that, he's gonna have a short career like Andrew Luck. Each and every year, he's in the MVP conversation. But I don't see MVP games from Josh Allen. I see good games. I see bad games. People tell me why Josh Allen has gotten the MVP. 
Look at her turnover with touchdown ratio. It's crazy. He threw a lot of interceptions. I'm pretty sure when it's all said and done, he's going to be just like Brett Favre. Have a lot of touchdowns and a lot of interceptions. He's not the guy. And sooner or later, they're going to figure that out in Buffalo. That he just can't get it done for them. Jalen Hurts. <clears throat> for what it's worth, I've seen Jalen Hurts take that team from last year where he was the guy. He's the guy in Philly. If he has a healthy team and a coordinator that actually knows how to use him, they can go back to the Super Bowl. Because Howie Roseman is gonna put the e- always gonna put the Eagles in a good place to succeed. Now, it's being speculated that they might lose Hassan Reddick. And that's understandable because Hassan Reddick has been a straight-up professional and performer for the Philadelphia Eagles these last two seasons with the Eagles. He's balling. You know, they were saying that he might go to the Texans for a second-round pick. If he go there, the Texans are going to be a problem because you got Will Anderson Jr. on one side and Hassan Reddick on another side. Yeah. All you Colts fans out there better be put on notice. You better hope this thing don't go through because it's going to be a problem. D'Amico Ryan? Well, Sean Reddick? And Will Anderson? Junior? Oh, yeah. There's going to be another dangerous tandem. Not saying it's going to be on the level of J.J. Watt and Javion Clowney, but it's going to be up there. Might not be better than them, but they got plenty of time to reach that level. And somebody might say, well, who's J.J. Watt? Who's, well, both of these guys can go at the quarterback. Both of these guys can sniff out the run. So you pick and choose. And then it was like, well, Jimmy, what makes Jalen Hurts the guy? I've seen Jalen Hurts perform in big-time moments. Even in the, in the Super Bowl, the same conversation, they want to say Brock Purdy did not do bad. He didn't do good either because he didn't win. <clears throat> we need to start giving out participation trophies. Now, since we are arguing for Brock Purdy, I'm going to throw an argument in there for Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, yeah, he had the fumble. But what else did he do? After that fumble, the Eagles were still in the game. After that controversial call, who knows? We might be having a different story. It might be Jalen Hurts, Super Bowl MVP. But at the same time, I would say Jalen Hurts is the guy. Barn injury, Jalen Hurts is the guy because Jalen Hurts worked on his craft. Each and every season, Jalen Hurts gets better in a different way. First, they said it was accuracy. He got better at that. First, they said it was his... His uh, judgment, he got better at that. First, it's his pocket presence. He got better at that. Each and every season, he's gotten better. Now, all it takes is for his defense to rekindle that fire, and it could be back in the Super Bowl just like that. 
you know, when you, the guy is the, see, people say, Jimmy, what is the guy? The guy is the guy where you tell him, go make a play. The guy is the guy to tell team, don't worry about it. The guy is the guy when, when we need a victory, he delivers. Patrick Mahomes is doing that. Tom Brady did that. <clears throat> Peyton Manning did that. John Elway did that. All those guys that have Super Bowl MVPs delivered. Delivered. You had to deliver. You can't just say, oh, I want something and don't deliver. Then you're not the guy. Right now, Patrick Mahomes, I hate to say it, he is the guy. He's the guy that delivered. He delivered three Super Bowls. He delivered three. He said his goal is to get the seven. I mean, NFL is any given Sunday. Can he get more than... Can he get two more? Absolutely. Can he get the seven? Uh, I don't I don't know. I mean, they would have to be consistently good each and every year. And barring injury, they possibly could do that. So it's to be determined if he can get more than Tom Brady. But for all... And this is just a side note. For all y'all that said... Patrick Mahomes is better than Tom Brady. I want you to really think about what you're saying. Really think about it. How is a guy that has less championships, less yards, touchdowns, postseason success than a guy that has the most Super Bowls in NFL history, the most passing yards in NFL history, in the regular season and in the postseason, the most touchdowns, in the postseason and in the regular season. That's one thing. How is a coach that left the situation with the Eagles, went to the Super Bowl, and lost to somebody named Bill Belichick? That's one. Number two, Bill Belichick has how many championships? He has six. Andy Reid has how many championships? Three. Cool. How many times have they ran through that division compared to how many times the Patriots have ran through that division? Now, early success, yeah, he went to six straight he's went six straight AFC championship games. Alright. Got smacked in one by Tom Brady. Got smacked in another one by Joe Burrow. Alright. It happens. It happens. But at the same time, they are in the category of coach and, and uh, player duo. They have my respect for that. But don't try to jump them up there with those guys because those guys were dominant for a decade. I've been dominant for about, about six years. Yeah, it's about six years. I got a long way to go. A long way to go. But back on topic, the guy, let's take it a step further in basketball. See, we got this conversation about Kobe Bryant versus LeBron James. Now, some might say I'm biased because I'm a Kobe fan, but I respect LeBron James' game. I respect it. But I always hear this conversation where they say, you know, excuse me. LeBron James 
was a better player than Kobe Bryant. LeBron James would have started over Eddie uh, Eddie George. Eddie George, who played on Los Angeles Lakers, with Shaquille O'Neal. Before Shaq got there, they, they missed the playoffs a lot. When Shaq got there, they started going to the playoffs. Eddie George became an all-star. So you got a young rookie coming into the game and you expect him to start over an all-star. Mind you, he missed college. And he's 18. And you expect him to start over Eddie George. That's crazy. And then you got people saying, well, if LeBron James came to the Lakers, he would have stopped. No, he wouldn't. Lakers are a historic franchise that was going to the playoffs. There's a reason why the Cleveland Cavaliers had the number one record. They were trash. They weren't good. They weren't good at all. It was good in the 80s. Right in time, Mike was getting better. But after that, they were slumming. They were slumming. Like, LeBron James was handed the keys. Kobe had to earn the keys. See, when you go to a a franchise that's built on winning, they don't just hand you the keys. You got to earn them. Patrick Mahomes, he had to earn the keys. He had to earn them. Same thing with Tom Brady. He had to earn them. He had to earn them. When a when the team drafts a, a quarterback or a player in any sport, and it's a historic franchise that's built on winning, you have to earn them. They might say they give you the keys, but you really got to earn them. You got to earn them. That's why the 49ers... Haven't gotten the quarterback. Haven't gotten that quarterback that has earned the keys. They still in the shadows of Joe Montana and Steve Young. I hate to say it, even Tua still in the shadows of Dan Marino. You gotta earn them, Josh Allen. He's earned them. He's earned them keys. He's out of the shadow of of uh, Jim Kelly even though he hasn't made it to the Super Bowl. But his total impact on the team, he's earned the keys to the franchise. He's earned them. But back to the Kobe and LeBron situation. LeBron James, but ain't got to earn nothing. There's nobody there. He's the star attraction. Hometown kid. He ain't got to earn nothing. He was built for this. Kobe Bryant, had to go through coaches that wouldn't even allow him to play. People talking about, well, Kobe wasn't ready. Kobe was ready. You got to give that man some playing time. They didn't give him no playing time. Bron James can do whatever he wanted to do. Like Kobe said in an interview, he said, how much points you would think I have if they actually let me play? They actually let me play. And then we talk about we discredit Kobe and his championships People forget, in the Western Conference Finals, when Shaq was getting, not having a good game, what was Kobe doing? Kobe was taking over the games. Kobe was saying, hey, we good, we good. Listen to the veterans that tell you about Kobe. Kobe 
was the reason why they was Lakers was going far in the playoffs. When Shaq was there, yeah, they was okay. But they weren't going on far. You know, the Lakers did when Kobe was there getting stopped at the Western Conference Finals. But once Kobe got better, yeah, they was going to the championship. It was going to, him and Shaq, both of them had to go through that that threshold. The big the great big men, like Bill Russell and uh I uh and Hakeem Olajuwon and Kareem Abdul Jabbar all said the same thing. Shaq is talented, Shaq is dominant, but Shaq don't have no championship. They said Kobe was a good young star, but is he a bust? Mm. Both of those guys took that personal. That's how they won those championships. That's how Kobe took his game to a whole nother level. Because Shaq was going to do what he do. But it took Kobe to get to that next level for him to, for them to win championships. And then look at the LeBron James teams. LeBron James always had a decent team. Look what the teams Kobe had after Shaq left. And then LeBron James... I think the worst team LeBron James has ever had was with the old seven. Yeah, that was Mo Williams, the only all-star he had on his team. But other than that, LeBron James always had pieces around him to excel his greatness. Look at the championships he's won. Look at his championship team compared to Kobe's championship team. Paul Gasol, people are iffy about him, even though I believe he's a top-tier power forward. They ain't sold on Ron Artest. Derek Fisher, they don't even consider him good anymore. Good? I was going to say anymore like he's still playing. They don't consider him good. Uh, Jordan Farmer. Luke Walton. Come on now. Come on. Look at the teams. Kobe won two more championships with that. LeBron James teams. LeBron James first championship. Who do you have? Who do you have? He had. D-Wade, Chris Bosh, the second go-around. He had, who else he had? He had Ray Allen. So that's three Hall of Famers on the Miami squad. That's out the window. So he was two, what, two or four with them? Won two championships and went to the finals four times? All right. Lost the first go-around. And then one two back yeah, one two back to back and then lost again. That's when he left. Alright. Then he goes back to Cleveland. He has Kyrie Irving. Then he has Kevin Love. I don't know why people sleeping on Kevin Love like he wasn't nice. Even on those Cleveland teams, he was nice. LeBron James went to the finals without those two guys. But he lost. I don't care what he did, even though he scored 51 points in one of the finals games. He didn't win. Look at the other guy. Look at the talent he had. Basically, look at the talent he had around him. He had more talented players around him than Kobe. He did. We see all these astronomical trades going on. But when the Lakers asked for was asking to trade the Hornets with, I mean, Kobe, with Kobe, like basically get CP3, 
Kobe Bryant, Dwight Howard, and I think they would have had to give up uh, Paul Gasol. Do you know how many championships that team could possibly win? Because I don't, I think with the right point guard, they would definitely would have beat Dallas. Because that would have been a, a cancellation of, you know, Dirk and Tyson Chandler. That would have been a real cancellation right there because both those guys are strong and big. Defensive player of the years right there. It would have been star match to star. Jason Kidd can't guard no uh, CP3. You out your mind? You weren't guarding him. And then Kobe was going to be Kobe. And it would have took Dirk to be out of this world for them to win that series. And then who knows? We would have finally got LeBron James versus Kobe Bryant. D-Wade, CP3. Dwight Howard and Chris Bosh. Kobe versus LeBron. Because there wouldn't have been no hiding. You would have had... He would have had to match him up. And everybody talking about, well, LeBron is a better player. How? Kobe's a better scorer, a more volume scorer than LeBron James. He's a better defender than LeBron James. That's two of them right there. People are going to say, well, he's a better facilitator. Kobe was never asked to be a facilitator. Kobe was always asked to score. But he can facilitate if need be. We saw what Kobe rebounding the prowess is. Because he don't shy away from contact. We've seen games where Kobe could get 17 rebounds. 10 rebounds. We've seen games like that. We saw it in the game 7. He had 22 points. 17 rebounds. He did what was necessary for the finals. But to go in and say another player is better than another player. When they play, look at the teams. LeBron James has always had a better team than Kobe. That's why you will see half of the time LeBron James stopped guarding Kobe. Kobe would score the points and play defense. LeBron James has never been a better defender than Kobe Bryant. Never. Never. Kobe has nine first-team all-defense. Anybody that has that many all-defensive first-teams, has a defensive player of the year trophy. Kobe does not have that, which is still scrutiny in my eyes. Kobe was that guy. With all due respect, LeBron James is that guy. But Kobe is really that guy. And people, if you don't have him in your top five, that's your opinion. But his resume speaks for itself. He's a top five player of all time. For what he did, for the team that he's on, with little to no talent, he's a top five player. Kobe is that guy. And then a side note, I got a question. I've seen the MVP race list. And I have a lot of questions about that. I find it funny how when I look at the list, and it's the MVP list. Number one is Jokic. Number two, Shai Gil Alexander. Number three, Giannis. Couldn't have been Giannis after uh, yesterday, that last week when he played against Miami. He was nowhere to be found on defense. Luca, I agree with that. Jason Tatum. Mm, 
I agree because Celtics always gonna be good when Jason Tatum is playing good good basketball. Then the then it goes down to the the six remaining, Kawhi Leonard. Huh? Sabonis. Huh? Kevin Durant is number eight. Donovan Mitchell is number nine, <clears throat> and Anthony Davis is number ten. Okay. I just got a question. Why isn't Ant on this list? People want to say, well, what you mean, Ant? I'm talking about Anthony Edwards. Why is he not on this list? Is Anthony Edwards not a baller? He's a baller. Why is Steph not on this list? Steph balling. It just tells me when I watch certain games that they don't really pay attention to the totality of what they're seeing. The Timberwolves are in a a position because of who? Anthony Edwards. They're a top team in the West. Anthony Edwards is averaging 26 points a game. And we got guys on this list that's basically averaging the same amount of points. But why isn't Ant on this list? Ant has been performing at a high level. He deserves some credit. Ant should be on this list. Ant is the reason why the Timberwolves are a top five team in the West and a top 10 team in the NBA. But you you heard it here first. I'm your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr., I I just don't. Ant is that guy.